this is Polly, and just FYI, I sling around a cuss word or two in this episode. It's one of the smaller cuss words, but if that's a problem for you or you're my mother, you might want to listen to last week's episode instead, where I'm very polite the whole time. Simply Said is the place we come together to talk about the simple things we can do to live well, do good, and be happy. And we might just change the world along the way, or at least have fun trying. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi! Hello, hello! How are you? What's going on out there? This is Polly, and you're listening to Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And I gotta tell you, this week I'm feeling a little ragged. Today I'm a a little tired. It's been a, a week You know, a week of lots of work responsibilities on very tight deadlines. And I've been traveling a bit, so that makes it hard to uh, get the work done, get the office time to actually get the work done that I need to get out. And my husband has had changing schedules, and there have been some teen drama, normal teen drama, I think, thank goodness. But dang, living with a 13-year-old girl is something else, right? I'm having some physical challenges. I have rheumatoid arthritis, and most of the time I can keep it in check, but the pain and stiffness this week, that's getting in the way of my work and my life and my sleep, and that just ticks me off. That feels so irritating and stressful and a little bit scary. Part of living with chronic disease for sure, probably the least fun part of it, but uh, I don't want to get stuck in this place. And keeping up with the chores and the bill paying and the ortho appointments... You know, all the daily stresses, they're they're feeling hard to roll with this week. It feels like it's all piling on. But the reality is, there is nothing really wrong. Nothing falling apart, just the rhythms of life. And I want to make sure I keep that in check. Do you ever feel this way? That things are mounting and we can get caught up in this bad news story? I don't want to tell some story around how bad my life is. My life isn't bad. I have some stress. I have some challenges this week. And you know, so often we can wake up on the cliched wrong side of the bed. You can have one little thing go wrong and then decide it's going to be a bad day. And then I think we put that mentality in place. When we are struggling and we create the story around how it's just a rotten day, then we take action because of our mindset that makes that a reality. I don't want any bad days. I don't mind having difficult moments, things that I have to learn or work through, but I don't want one of those moments to ruin my day or my week. I'm very conscious of that right now because I do, as I told you, feel like things are piling on a little bit and none of them are big things by themselves. So I don't want these little daily stresses to ruin my week or ruin my day. The way we talk about our life determines the lives we are going to lead. And life is not something that's good or bad, really. It's an experience all the way, right? It is big and full and challenging and interesting. And often, it's pretty cool. It can be a whole lot of fun. But I don't think life always has to be fun, to be meaningful. I want an interesting life. And that means that there are going to be ebbs and flows in my mood. That means I'm going to be really good at dealing with some stuff. 
and not good at all at dealing with others. But that's an opportunity for learning. And that's where the interest and the curiosity comes in. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I want to live an interesting life. I want to manage my stress in a way that supports me and helps me be healthy. But I don't want life to be a grind. And this week, it's been a little bit of a grind. And that brought all this to my attention. Um, I need to put some practices in place that help me through that grind. I thought you might too. So today I'm going to share some things that help me manage the everyday stresses. And I'm thinking they might work for you. It's the kind of stuff we have to get good at managing because first of all, stress, right? When you're living a full life, you're going to have some stress. And it's that kind of daily stress that, that kills us, to be frank. If we cannot learn to relax a bit, if our body, if our stress response is always elevated, if even the simple commute to work puts us on alert and leaves us in a feeling of threat, we can get in some real trouble. We need to find the moments of goodness right in the middle of the stressful ones. And that'll help us cope better with the stresses we're going to face. And that's super important because we know that it's the daily stresses, the daily grind that I was talking about, that really takes its biggest toll on our body and our brain. You know, stress, chronic stress, elevates the levels of cortisol in our body. And those sustained high levels of cortisol can lead to chronic illness and cancer and mood swings and relationship issues. And mostly they just leave us feeling icky. And in a real practical way, stress can make us sick so that we miss days of work and have to use sick time and can experience drops in our income. They can make it hard to have a relationship with your family members and the people you care about and really get in the way of the things we want to do that make life worthwhile and fun, right? Researchers from Oregon State University, just down the road from where I am, have looked at the impact of these kind of daily stresses. They looked at kid-related stresses and parenting issues and work demands. You know, mostly when things keep changing or we have too much work to get done in the time we are given, that can really ratchet up the stress for many. Making quality time for marriage or just getting shit done, like the laundry and the grocery shopping and the meal making and navigating the commute and making the meeting. Those kind of daily stresses build up over time and causes greater problems than the biggie time stresses. According to Oregon State researchers, the loss of a loved one or a divorce or a job loss or a, a household move, those are super big stresses. But they also are things that we expect out of life to some degree. And when those big challenges hit, we step up, feel the stress, and work through them until the stress is mitigated. Then we go on. But the daily stresses, they pile up, they weigh on us, and they create sustained levels of cortisol. And so we're always in that stress response. And that's what causes the health problems and the mental health issues too. You know, we don't go out and pound our skull with a hammer because that hurts and that would lead to a concussion and brain injuries and those things can kill us. But when we have high levels of unmanaged daily stress, it's like repeatedly whacking ourselves with a hammer. 
Why are we doing this? We're not doing this. And listen, we all know life is stressful. Most of that stress comes from situations that maybe we don't know how to deal with yet. We will get more skilled. Things that used to stress me out, like raising a two-year-old, believe me, not even on my radar now. (laughs) I survived that. Stuff that used to stress me out, like will I ever publish my book? That's gone now, right? Because I have published a book and I'm moving forward in my career. So we get more skilled at dealing with things and our stress goes ups and down. I'm not talking about alleviating the stress in our life. We're going to have it. But when it comes in, we need to be proactive in how we deal with it. And for me, that has to be really, really simple. You know, I don't have time to go for a spa day or to go to a week-long retreat in Mexico, Although we probably should do that because, hello, we probably should do that. But most of us just can't run out of the house and head for Mexico. So in the meantime, while we're planning our trip, there are a bunch of little tiny things. And by little things, I mean 10 second, 30 second, five minute deals that I do throughout the week. And sometimes, especially in weeks like this, I actually write them down. I write them into my day calendar. So I remember to build them in because otherwise I get so locked in my bad news story, my stressed out story that I go down the rabbit hole and I can't see with enough clarity that I need to get up and move around and manage my stress differently. And uh, I always talk about and write about things that I myself have tried. Now, do what works. If I suggest an idea here that doesn't work for you, give it up. Try something else. But the point is to explore and experiment and be deliberate in how we're living. Instead of letting life happen to us, we are participants, right? We have got this. We are participants in our own life. So if you're feeling stressed out like I was, here are a few things that might be worth trying deliberately each day. Get outside do this. Even my husband tells me to go outside when he can hear through the texting that I'm on edge. I don't care what the weather is. I don't care how cold it is. I I live in Oregon for Pete's sakes. We got some rain. Go outside for one minute or five minutes. Stand on the porch or stand out in the wind and the rain or the snow and just take it in. Look at the trees and the green grass. Science shows that when we look at green spaces, our body actually begins to relax. Our stress response slows. And when we have the physiological change, we actually feel better emotionally. Turn off the news. I don't listen to it. And that even means on social media. I can get really stressed out hearing news from other people or opinions on things that are scary or upsetting to me. There are days I just don't tune into any of that. And you have to gauge. Is this something that's going to uplift you and enhance your life? Or is it going to bring you down today and pile on the other matters? I don't do that. We can live without that kind of social media. One thing I did just today, and I do this a lot, keep decisions simple. I get really anxious when I have a lot of steps and a lot of things to do. So uh, I knew I was having a stressful week. I laid out my clothes the night before. I didn't want to have to think about it. I made decisions about what I was going to eat today the night before, just casually thinking about it. I looked at my day and planned what I was going to do in the next hour. Because when things come up and surprise me and I'm already feeling overloaded, I don't do very well. And it just mounts up for me. So I keep decisions simple. Um, This is one reason we have tacos every single week. (laughs) Because 
I can make taco salad, people. I know how to do that. And I don't, at this point, give a rip if my family's sick of it. It's something I can do. It's something I can count on. And when I'm really having a stressed out day, the last thing I want to come up with is something to make for dinner. So that's usually our taco salad night. Now, these next three things are really essential, and I'm not very good at them. Work out, sleep, eat nutritious foods. These things play with our biology. And I often think of this in terms of my daughter, right? Particularly when she was really young, but even now. I know if she hasn't had a good night's sleep and she's too tired, we're going to have kind of a crazy night. If she hasn't eaten well or, or if she's hungry, same is true. She's a little more irritable and edgy. And so am I, right? We do this for our kids. And yet often we don't get the sleep or the food we need. So listen to your body. Give it the basic tools so that your brain and your body is equipped to manage the other things that come into your day. And this isn't just for stress. This is so that you can fully enjoy the good things that are happening too. So you have the energy and the clarity to work and soak it all up. And exercise needs to be a part of that too. And you all know I hate exercise, but I do it four to five days a week because when I don't, I don't feel good anymore. Now, starting up was tricky. Six to eight weeks in, it was miserable every day. But now my body feels better actually um, when I've done it. And it, it changes those hormones and that stress response. So it actually helps us sleep better and actually helps us relax. When you're stressed out, connect with friends, send a text or meet somebody for a cocktail or have a good laugh and vent. We all need that. But even when you're complaining, which I'm a big fan of complaining, by the way, keep it to 10 or pick a time limit for yourself. When I'm complaining, I give myself 10 minutes and I just vent and I go off and usually I don't even make it to 10 minutes. My big thought around this is I don't want to get stuck in that thought cycle. I don't want to get stuck in the cycle of complaint. So I give myself 10 minutes to flip out and vent on my husband or my friends or whatever and get it out of my system. And by the end of that timeline in my head, I'm already in problem solving mode. I'm already feeling better. Don't let yourself get stuck in the complaints. Set a timer and do it and move on. And then accept what is happening in your life without any judgment. Listen, life isn't bad or good. It's a series of situations that we get to experience. We don't have to judge them. Just because something doesn't go our way or the way we think we want doesn't even necessarily mean it's bad. We often don't know until down the road and often the universe leads us in the direction we need to go. So trust it. And even if you don't trust it, which is fine, nothing wrong with that. Just accept what is. You fretting and throwing a fit because you didn't get the job or you have to go grocery shopping at 10 o'clock at night or your family is complaining about the taco salad again doesn't change that. You worrying about those things doesn't change those things. So accept them. There you go. And that allows you to move on. You don't have to label everything with an emotion or a judgment. And if you do fall in that mode where you're labeling and judging things, which hello, I'm here to tell you I do that, right? We are wired to that to a certain degree to evaluate what's working and what's not so we stay safe. 
keep it balanced. Hold the good stuff alongside the bad. So I talk about gratitude a lot because this is a really powerful way of doing this. Listen, you can have a bunch of stress in your day and things and outcomes and opportunities that you may or may not want, but make sure you're balancing with the things that are awesome. You know, we are complex. As human beings, we can hold all of that at the very same time. And, it, and it's super important that we do that and that we do that deliberately. For example, here's an example for you. Uh, I had a big project to do this week and I forgot a portion of it. Like it just completely slipped my mind, which fortunately that doesn't happen very often, but I had forgotten it. So I was on a really tight deadline and I was stressed out about it and I felt really bad about it and all these things. And I stopped that and right in the middle of working on the project, I took a minute to give gratitude, to be grateful for the fact that I'm self-employed and that I get to do this writing work that I love so much because sometimes there are downers and it's hard and uh, there aren't a lot of benefits. But other times I had the freedom to do the job, you know, at nine o'clock at night and still do a good job at it because I work here at home. And so right in the middle of that stress, I was able to rewire that, rework it, reframe it is the term psychologists use, reframe it into an opportunity because I have freedom, right? So that made me feel better. I was able to focus and get back to work. So make sure you're holding a good right alongside the bad. Journal, pet an animal, two activities. When we journal, and I did a journaling episode a few weeks ago, so check that out. There are lots of ways to journal. But when we are highly stressed and we write about those stressful events in our journal for 20 minutes for a few days in a row, we actually push all that energy through. It helps us see it with greater clarity. And often by the end of it, we don't feel the same degree of stress, nor do we hold future situations as in the stressful light because we've worked them out on paper. We see that we're okay. So do some expressive writing, 20 minutes at a time, really lay all your feelings and thoughts about the events or, or the things that are piling up and you'll feel better. And then pet your dog or cat or go borrow an animal. You know, I can be freaking out and my cat is meowing on my head because she wants to eat breakfast and just petting her on my desk it just shifts something just enough that's all we're going for right we need a few seconds of relief and if we get that it sets up the next moment to be a little less stressful the two things that i really do every day first of all i remember this will change this moment will change. It's already done. So we get caught up and we think, oh, this is the end of the world and it's going to be a terrible day or a terrible year. Or, Boy, this has been so hard. And what we need to know in those moments in our heart and intellectually is that this too will change. It really will. And if you can take deep breaths and hold on to this moment and lighten it up just a bit, the next moment will be different. So hold that thought. We're not going to be stuck here. I promise we will not be stuck here. And one of the things that helps me to do that, and one of the things that's essential to my health and well-being is make quiet time for yourself. Sometimes this is like two minutes for me. Sometimes I get a half hour. I get up very early in the morning to also fight for my quiet time. I sit at the end of the couch and I do my meditation and my writing and I drink coffee and take deep breaths and just get ready for the day. I need this time to unwind, 
I need this time for clarity. I don't have my phone on. I'm not watching TV. I don't have music on. I am sitting quietly. I promise you, even if you have to sneak in your closet to do it, seriously, I spend time in the shower or the bathroom where allegedly I can't be disturbed. Somehow they find ways to get in there. But I make the time. And when I haven't had this space, when I haven't had space that isn't filled with parenting or work or chores or health stuff, I'm not healthy. I don't feel good. So it's worth spending five minutes or 10 minutes or two minutes or a half hour, whatever you can carve out each day, no matter what your life looks like, because in the end, you will be more productive, more balanced and less stress going forward. So that brings us to the Simply Start segment. Pick one of those things. Get outside. Turn off the news today. Keep decisions simple. Make time for quiet. Pick one thing to get started today. I practice. So even if you're feeling good and things are flying and, and that's fantastic, start practicing now when things are good so that these simple, practical approaches becomes part of your regular life. And then they'll be there for you to draw on when things aren't quite as easy. Stress is going to come down. We can handle it. We don't have to be surprised and whiny and grumbling, but we've got to handle it. Stress management is active. It's behaviors and mindsets that we choose to get us through. We need to find ways to prevent these daily stresses from building up. So go looking for them and simply start today. Put a practice in place even before you need it so that it kicks up and serves you when the stress comes down. Okay, that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment where each week I talk about an item or idea or a book or app that I think is simply nifty. Something that keeps me going and something I can pull into my life every day just to elevate things a little bit. Remind me what I'm working toward here. And... I love this one today. Well, I, okay, I love them all. That's why they're simply nifty. But this one I've had on my desk. It's a quote that I've had on my desk for years. And I honestly, you know how after a while you start overlooking the familiar things? This is something that's meaningful to me. And I, I look at it and remind myself of this a lot. And it's a quote. It's anonymous. I don't know where it comes from. So if you have a link to that, let me know who, whose quote this is. But here it is. Relax. The future is already unfolding from long planted seeds. Right? I love that. Relax. The future is already unfolding from long planted seeds. We don't have to micromanage every detail. We don't have to worry about tomorrow when we are living right now. If we deal with today better, if we feel better about now, then the rest will take care of itself. This is so true and so real for me and something I have to remind myself of about a zillion gillion times a day. It reminds me that I don't have to micromanage the entire planet to get the universe to work. It's not up to me, right? I mean, the sun comes up every day without my help. And the quote here Relax, the future is already unfolding from long planted seeds is a good reminder for me. We have got this. We have this great opportunity to live on this planet and to have these experiences and we can manage them so that we feel better in the process of that. And I think these little 
tricks and tips and approaches to manage our daily stress is really foundational to everything else we want to create. Because whatever it is we're doing, we got to enjoy it. We don't want to make ourselves sick, right? So try some of these things today. Get outside, write in your journal, take some quiet time, you know, work out, sleep, eat, make decisions that are simple. Keep it simple. Wear the same thing every day if you have to, to ease that part of your stress and relax knowing that the future is already unfolding. Deep breaths, my friends. A tough moment doesn't have to make for a bad day. It can simply be a tough moment. Take care of yourself and let's work together this week to let the air out of the balloon a little bit. Find a moment of quiet. Complain for about 10 minutes and then move on with it. When we do these things, we can all live well, do good, and be happy. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid.